0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to A Chronic Life. I'm Zora, your host for this podcast. I realized that I have taken a bit of a break from recording one of these episodes because of some personal issues, which is exactly why I decided that it might be time to bring up the topic of mental health, and more specifically, chronic pain and mental health. Now, before I start... I want to give you all a trigger warning. I will be discussing eating disorders and self-harm in this episode, so if you are someone who gets triggered easily, this episode may not necessarily be for you. To be completely honest with you all, I haven't been feeling all that well lately. I can't really disclose all the parts of my life that make waking up each day so difficult right now. At least not yet. I also feel like I wouldn't really... Like if I would really dive in to this specific topic, this episode would go on forever. Now, even though I mainly want to talk about chronic pain and mental health, since depression and constant pain pretty much go hand in hand... I did still have mental health issues even before my Spain started. It might not have been as severe, but I think it had a big effect on who I am now. I want to start at the very beginning. I feel like we often underestimate how much childhood bullying can affect us even later on in life and so I wanted to touch on that subject a bit. I was never an overweight child. Still, I was bullied for my weight since about the sixth grade. I remember this one time when I opened my mom's computer and a chart came up where she had written in my length, my age, my weight in order to see if I was quote-unquote normal that really stuck with me. I thought there was something wrong with me. And so I guess my classmates figured out that it has it was something I would react quite strongly to. Now, this was not just any kind of bullying. It was both physical and psychological. I was pushed and kicked, told by the other kids that I was too fat to go into the pool even though Swimming was one of the few things I loved. Until last year, I wasn't able to go to a public beach. That's what I mean when saying that bullying sticks with you and affects you throughout your life. And that is how it all started, I guess. I became hyper aware of my body, of how others would perceive me. The year I started going to my last high school because I switched schools a lot, mostly because of the bullying. But anyway, it was honestly a great school and it pretty much saved my life. It was the only school that wasn't controlled by the government, but I'll talk about that more in another episode. I feel like I keep saying that. (laughs) This was also the year I started dieting counting calories, throwing up, and so on. My depression got worse when I moved to Finland, but I already mentioned that in another episode. My pain got worse each year, and at this time I didn't even have medication yet. You know, growing up in an, in an environment where succeeding was everything, Where academic pursuits came before everything else, before health, before well being, had a huge effect on how I live my life now. Never satisfied, always feeling like I didn't do enough, even though it sometimes is physically impossible. And how do you balance that? How do you balance your own expectations, your dreams, your potential with what is physically possible? I still haven't figured that out, but I can tell you that it is frustrating, but most of all, depressing. When I started university I wanted to take part in events, be like any other student. But I couldn't do that. My body didn't let me. Classes were painful. In the beginning I still went, I sat there in pain pretending like everything was great then we had lunch on top of my already unbearable stomach, and after lunch, another class. And since sitting and eating is the worst combination I can imagine, it didn't work in the long run. I had to choose if, if I was going to go to a class or to the library on a certain day, because I could only do one or the other. Because you see, the pain got so bad after either one of those choices that the minute I got home, I just laid down on my stomach and didn't get up until the next morning. During this period, I also started talking to a therapist over Skype. And I guess talking about everything I had gone through every single week just allowed me to start feeling something Because before that, I always pushed it all down. Because I was afraid that once I'd start feeling something, anything really, I'd start to feel it all. And it wouldn't turn. And it would turn into a huge tornado swirling around, tearing down everything in its sight. And that is exactly what happened. I remember. I remember when I cut myself for the first time. I felt such relief in so many ways. It was an other kind of pain to focus on, not my stomach or whatever that was going on in my head at that point. That period was pretty much the lowest point of my life, but eventually I got better. I mean, I'm chronically depressed, so it will never change, but I can manage it nowadays. I started getting medication. I stopped cutting myself. What I am trying to say is that I learned how to deal with a life filled with pain every day. Don't misunderstand me. It still gets me down pretty often, actually. But I have learned to live with it. I have learned... live with it, but I'll never get used to it. Because pain that completely immobilizes you isn't the kind of pain that you get used to. You never do. You just learn to cope. Sometimes I honestly wish I would have been born stupid, or been someone with zero potential and no real dreams, because the thing that really kills you is not the pain, not the isolation or the anxiety. It is the fact that you have to give up on who you are meant to become. If you have come this long, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. uh I hope you have or had a great day. And I hope to see you in the next episode as well. Love you all and bye.